Hi, everyone, and welcome. Welcome back to the Spider Insight Podcast. Yeah, we are back after the bye week, took the week off, and now we have the opportunity to get you set for a top 25 CAA showdown between Richmond and Villanova this Saturday at Robbins Stadium. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Bob Black with you here flying solo on this edition of our Spider Insight Podcast. My broadcast partner is unavailable for this one. Chris Anderson and Matt Smith, uh, one and or both, will be back as we continue through the course of the season on our podcast. So today you get one host and two guests instead of two hosts and one guest. In just a little bit, we will welcome Spider defensive tackle Carson Stocklinski, offensive lineman turned defensive lineman. Fascinating story. Carson's going to join us here in just a couple of moments, get an update on his progress and the defensive progress and how the Spiders are bouncing back through the bye week after the tough loss to Elon. So Carson Stocklinski will be our special player guest here in just a couple of moments and then we're going to introduce you to a young lady who now works for the colonial athletic association as their social and digital media director and saturday she's going to double as our sideline reporter on our telecast of the richmond villanova game carly smith from the colonial athletic association is going to stop by for a few moments she'll help us preview the villanova richmond game and also give us the bigger picture perspective of caa football and how well it's doing with six teams in the top 25. So Carly will join us here in just a little bit after Carson Stocklinski. So we hope you'll enjoy both of those conversations. And wow, what a what a great game we certainly have to preview on Saturday. Both teams in both top 25s. If you look at the stats, top 25, Villanova's number 17, Richmond's number 21. You look at the uh, coaches poll, Villanova's number 16, Richmond's number 25. Both teams appearing really in the top five in the conference in virtually every category, either offensively or defensively. That ever-improving spider defense is top five in total yards at number four and number two in points allowed. And that Villanova offense is number two in total offense, number three in rushing offense. Um, so they've been doing a great job as well. So this is really going to be a great game to see on Saturday and also to talk about, of course, awful lot of star players involved in the game as well. Headlined by Reese Udinsky, leading the CAA, the Spider quarterback, in passing yards. He's got the top three receivers in the conference in, at his disposal when it comes to receptions per game. Josiah Williams, Leroy Henry, uh, Jacob Harris. Jake coming off of uh, his best day as a Spider. Two weeks ago against Elon, the 12 catches, 174 yards, and his first uh, spider touchdown. Then you look on the Villanova side. They got one of the top rushers in Jalen Jackson, who's a local guy from Thomas Jefferson right here in Richmond. He's averaging almost 85 yards a game on the ground, and they got the uh, the leading receiver in Jaron Hayek averaging about 113 yards through the air. So you can tell we're, we're stoked. We're excited for this matchup Saturday, and the Spiders got a little payback as well, having lost at Villanova in a tough game a season ago and probably have a chip on their shoulder playing this Saturday after the Elon game from two weeks ago from a tough gut-wrenching loss in double overtime down there to the Phoenix so an awful lot at stake in Saturday's game kind of a crossroads game between Richmond and Villanova a couple of the top teams in the CAA and both of them have a conference loss now with Villanova having lost to Monmouth earlier in the year and Richmond losing that game to Elon so it really should be a great one at Robbins Stadium on Saturday at 3.30. And that game will be televised on Masson 2. 
Chris Anderson, Carly Smith, and I will have that call for you on the TV side. And then Robert Fish and Matt Smith will be on the radio side on 1061 ESPN. But certainly, we hope you get out here for the 330 kickoff, and it really should be a great game between Richmond and Villanova. All right, let's get into it. Uh, Carson Stoklinski, Spider defensive tackle, is our guest on the program today. The story goes that he became a defensive lineman after moving over from offensive line when the D-line became a little thin in the preseason. Aiden Murray had the injury that unfortunately has him sitting out this season, and Carson Stoklinski was called upon to make that move from one side of the ball to the other. Carson, thanks for joining us on the Spider Insight Podcast. We'll get into your story here in just a moment. But first and foremost, the bye week. Uh, how did you kind of handle that? What's it been like for the Spiders in this bye week? And how you feel kind of the defense has progressed from the start of the season to this opportunity where you get a little bit of a breather, kind of evaluate things, and then get into the second half of the season? Um, this bye week's definitely been good for us. I mean, we got to get our get our bodies back under us, get healthy again, you know, look over Villanova, get an extra jump on it. And, I mean, this season, I feel like from the first game to now, we've definitely progressed a lot up front. Our main goal is just to stack the days and get better and better each day. We'll get into your story specifically in a moment, but you alluded to the defense getting better. I'm sure you heard that all camp long was mm-hmm. that the defense has to get better, and it has. How has that kind of happened for you guys? Really, we just got to come – we come out every day and work. I mean, that's our biggest motto. We got to – we go down there, we just get going, start off fast, stay fast throughout practice, never slow down. And, I mean, if you just keep doing that, the days will stack and just get better and better. Did the week off – off in quotation marks, I know it's not totally Mm -hmm. off, but how much did that help from a a physical standpoint for you? I'd say it helped out 100%. Got to hit the cold tubs, get our legs back under us fix up the little bumps and bruises we got. So I feel like we're definitely stronger now, got our legs back under us, ready to go. All right, now how about mentally? That's got to be tough. You never want to go into a bye week off of a loss and obviously a very frustrating double overtime mm-hmm. game that I know you guys felt you should have won. What's it kind of been like for two long weeks mentally? Definitely sitting on us, making us hungry. Um, coming back from that loss, the bus ride back, I mean, you could just feel in the air just wasn't right and definitely sitting on it sucks but we came back strong got into the film room we just got to keep stacking them all right let's talk about you and your really intriguing fascinating story of going from offensive lineman to defensive lineman and I know you played defensive line in Mm -hmm. high school but college is a whole different thing take us all the way back to when this happened when the unfortunate Aiden Murray Mm -hmm. injury happened and how it all evolved for you to go from from O-line to D-line yeah so I've always liked playing D-line. I loved playing it in high school, but I got an offer for O-line, and I took it. I mean, I'm going to ball wherever. And so I remember the day we were out here running, and Aiden Murray went down with his ankle, and we were all, it was up in the air. We didn't really know what was going on with him. And then the next day we were like, he probably tore his Achilles. And so we're out here running sprints, and uh, Coach Huseman comes up to me right before we start. He's like, how would you feel about going to play D-line? I was like, I'd love to go play D-line. And then from that from that day forward, I switched over to D-line. We just started working. So not only switched to D-line, but the way Coach Usman told the story, I think it was on one of the radio coaches' shows, was they pretty much told you, you're moving over to start on Mm -hmm. D-line, not to just fill a hole, but to start. How did that make you feel? Oh, that made me feel amazing. I mean, going from second-string guard to starting D-tackle, that's a big jump. But, I mean, I knew it wasn't just going to be given to me. I had to go out there and earn it and work for it. So I remember standing out here at one of the early practices, uh, nondescript practice, and you guys were going through, I think, an 11-on-11 drill, and this 
big guy number 54 raises his hand, swats down a pass. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, who is that? I don't know if you remember it or not, but Mm, I I remember it. I I definitely, I'm like, wow, this this could be some. What do you remember about those early days of kind of cutting your teeth at defensive line? The early days switching over, it was definitely hard. I mean, I had no hands. I mean, I had power, but that's about it. Like, pass rush, all I could do was bull. And so, I mean, I just had to work with what I had and just keep taking the coach and getting better and better. Beyond the coaches, who's kind of helped you in this transition from like a player player side of things? I think sometimes, you know, players like to hear it from, from fellow teammates, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Ray Elger has been huge. He's been helping me. Uh, coach Aaron has been helping me. He's been helping me a lot with my hands, which I feel like I've improved on in the weeks. Aiden Murray's been a huge help, too. I mean, he can't do much, but me and him go into the film room, watch film together. He breaks stuff down for me so that I can learn it from someone that's been through it and has experience. So I'd say that those three guys have really helped me out a lot. Doesn't sound like any of this has been overly overwhelming to you, has it? Not not really. I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to go out there and play ball and just hit the dude across from you harder than he hits you. Do you feel different, like, after a game? Are there different, like – aches and pains and sores that you would have felt with parts of your body as an offensive lineman as opposed to a defensive I mean, they're both in the trenches, so you know it gets pretty (laughs) physical down there. But, I mean, I would definitely say playing D-line, I run a lot more, so my legs are a little bit more tired after a game. So it's got to take the steps to recover better. But I remember when you first move over, it might have been that same practice that I was referring to on the uh, tip pass that you had. We talked to Tristan Wheeler about you after practice, and he was like, it's really kind of weird because, like, a week ago we were trash-talking that guy, Mm -hmm. and and now now we're talking him up in our defensive room. Mm -hmm. What was that kind of like as you switched uh, defensive room and offensive room? Well, when I played O-line, I mean, we always go after the linebackers because you know how the O-line linebacker relationship is. But, I mean, those guys took me in like family, and now we're all just out there balling together, having a good time. You have done a lot of good things on the field so far. One thing you haven't gotten to yet that we know is coming, Carson, is that quarterback sack. What's that going to be like? Oh, it's going to be insane. <laughs> I can't wait for it. I probably have chills going down my body. So no tip-off on what it's going to be like, uh, what we're going to see on the field yet? Are you still uh, I'm not sure. I'm still working through some <laughs> celebrations, but I know the boys and I are going to be getting rowdy. <laughs> All right, what about the challenge this Saturday? Uh, Villanova, preseason favorite in the in the conference. Obviously, a gut-wrenching loss up there last year. You know, What's the kind of mindset of coming back and getting a Villanova team that obviously is a top-25 team also with a good offense? Yeah, they're they're pretty good up front. Uh, we we just started watching them. I'd say the biggest thing we gotta we gotta work on is we gotta have fast hands. We gotta be more physical, more power, and we gotta read we gotta read what they're bringing to us. All right, finishing up here on our Spider Insight podcast with Carson Stocklinski, Spider defensive tackle from Georgia. How did you get to the University of Richmond from Georgia? What was the recruit process like, and what did you kind of know about the Spiders and what you mm-hmm. learned? Yeah, the recruiting process was a little bit different for me because I was getting recruited when uh, COVID was starting to take off. And so one day I was sitting in my room, and I get this FaceTime call. And I'm like, Richmond, Virginia, who's that? And I, I open it, and it, it's Coach Ross with his spider hat on. I was like, who? I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> and then it, it turns out he's from Georgia, too. Me and Coach Ross and I created a great connection. That's probably one of the biggest reasons I came here because – him, my mom, they, they had a great connection with my family. Spider, spider football always showed love, sending mail. So, I mean, you got to go where you love. Georgia, big Georgia fan? I am a big Georgia fan. Did you grow up that way? Grew, How did that Grew work? up watching the dogs play. Every Saturday, you know, hang out with the family, go to a game, just have a good time. How are you fitting in off the field here as a Richmond Spider? 
Oh, I'm fitting in great. I mean, I have many friends that aren't on the team, and like the the going into the classroom, it's just just a nice environment to be at. Great place to learn. Uh, great to have you with us, Carson. Thank I think you. it's a remarkable story, and look forward to look forward to that first quarterback sack and stopping those Wildcats on Saturday. Carson, thanks. Thank you. Jalen Hampton gets the call on first down. He got hit in the backfield by Carson Stocklinski that slowed him down, and then Stocklinski's teammates come on to finish him off. Richmond wins the battle of the trenches on that one, and Hampton is thrown for a two-yard loss. Yeah, how about Carson Stocklinski coming on, getting better and better every game. Got to feel good about that. Kid was just playing offensive line a couple months ago. Carson Stoglinski, thanks. And I got to tell you, folks, Carson came right off of the practice field to record that interview. I mean, he was still huffing and puffing and dripping with sweat when he sat down to chat with us. So really appreciate that. And what a great job he has done in the trenches for the Spiders on that defensive line, along with the likes of Ray Eldridge and Marlon Lewis and Jeremiah Grant and Xander Barnett. And this game on Saturday very well could be won in the trenches. All right, I'll tell you what, let's go from the trenches to the sideline. Our sideline reporter for Saturday's Richmond Villanova game on television on our Masson 2 telecast will be Carly Smith, who is the social and digital media director for the Colonial Athletic Association. She's going to be on the sidelines reporting for us on television on Saturday afternoon. And we thought we'd take this opportunity to introduce you to her before you see and hear her on Saturday's telecast. And Carly, I think you're a little bit bit of a trailblazer here because I think you are quote-unquote the first non-spider to appear on the Spider Insight podcast so we appreciate that and we appreciate you spending some time with us today. Gosh so thankful Bob just to have the opportunity to be with you all and it's been great just to learn about your program but just really dig deep into CAA football it's been a blessing. We'll talk to that in a moment. Let's start with the game that you are going to be on the sidelines for because this, from a CAA perspective, is a big one. It's a top 25 showdown, Villanova and Richmond, uh, really a crossroads game potentially for both of them. Yeah, I mean, huge implications, but also you look at the CAA right now and, and it's wide open. The race is wide open. And so you just see two top 25 teams coming into this. We talked about this before this recording and you look at the offenses, obviously leading the helm is is a quarterback in Connor Watkins for Villanova, but also uh, for the Richmond Spiders and Reese Sudinski. So some firepower with the arm, but if you can run the ball and also have wideouts who can be huge playmakers, you're going to be effective offensively. So I'm excited to see that. And then, of course, defense, new faces on both sides, but it's going to be such a, a tough competition, especially in the trenches. But who's going to show up? You know, it's really wide open. These are the type of games that the CAA has kind of written its signature on, isn't it? A top 25 matchup is not uncommon in this conference. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, you're looking at right now, the CAA is the top conference with six ranked team in the latest polls. William & Mary at the top, Delaware, Elon, Villanova, Richmond, Rhode Island, and then Monmouth and New Hampshire both receiving votes too. So on any given Saturday, you know, these teams week in and week out, I think the, the coach's mantra this year has been we're taking it one week at a time because you have to because that is how good this conference is. So we're recording our podcast on Tuesday. Uh, Carly, along with Rob Washburn from the CAA, record your three things to watch later 
in the week. Uh, give us a little scoop. Will something Richmond Villanova <laughs> be involved in that this week? Oh, gosh, I hope so. I, I love I love Rob so much, and it's just such a joy to do that week in and week out and really pick his brain because this is technically my first year with CAA football. That guy has been doing it for a while, so shout out to Rob if you're listening. Uh, just I call him the expert. He knows so much about it. I've gotten to learn so much, but this week in particular, you know, you look at Mammoth, who's taking on another CAA opponent, and they're coming off of a, a win streak in themselves, four-game winning streak. Their offense is explosive. Jaden Sheridan, leading rusher in the conference, uh, so that'll be something that we highlight. They're taking on Maine, who Jordan Stevens, first-year head mm-hmm. coach, just got his first win at Hampton. I think another thing to highlight is just Elon. I mean, yeah. you know, five. Remember, you're on the Spider streak. Insight right, right, podcast right. now. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, open any band aids, loose yeah. wounds, but I mean, five game winning streak. So that's awesome. Um, you've got, you know, Rhode Island, who's been ranked top 25 all throughout the season, New Hampshire taking on Dartmouth. So that's going to be a, a really great in state game. Um, New Hampshire coming in, you know, first in the conference, undefeated so far. So it, it's a lot of different things going on and then also two different top 25 games this week that we'll highlight all right in all seriousness you alluded to the elon richmond game from a couple of weeks ago the spiders haven't played since that's tough you were able to come out to practice get a peek of the spiders at practice what do you expect to see from the richmond spiders on the heels of a gut-wrenching loss two weeks ago yeah. I mean, being an athlete, you know, you, you flush it. You do learn how to flush, but there's certain losses that can really feed the fire. You know, they're stoked right now just to come out and, and bring that hunger to get another win on the board. And I think, you know, you have a, a prolonged period of time to kind of think on the adjustments that you can make, what you could have done better. But at this point, it, it's looking to the future, what are you going to do against a Villanova team who's coming in preseason number one? You know, mm-hmm. every year you look back at last year, it's a great game. So I think it really just fuels the fire. And if these guys have had the week to rest and, and recover and get their mind refocused, right, that is just an advantage for both teams, Villanova coming off a bye as well yeah. too. But um, it's just a great opportunity to go get another one. And I think because of that hunger, that, that little bit of pain that came from week five, um, it can only fuel so what are you hearing from the Villanova sideline? Give us a little scoop there. Obviously, Coach Ferrante was on the yeah. CAA teleconference that all the coaches do on Monday. They're in a little bit better mindset because they are coming off a win with their bye week. Kind of unusual for both teams to be coming off the bye. Neither team has that advantage this week, but the Cats are coming off a win. Yeah, a lot of similarities between these two teams, which I'm excited to see go head-to-head. Ferrante was really just kind of honing in on the student-athlete uh, approach where these this past week, Villanova guys were taking exams and were able to focus on the first part of being a student athlete, right? And so being able to really, you know, be excellent in the classroom, I think, is so important. And so those guys had the opportunity to just focus on on studying, on preparing for Richmond. You get extra time to do that, healing their bodies. And so this week now is fall break for the Wildcats, also for Richmond. So you get to be a full-on athlete (laughs) and prepare and focus on football. Should make for an even better game on Saturday between Richmond and Villanova. You'll be on the sideline for that. We're looking forward to having you that on our television production this weekend. Let me finish up with you. This is a podcast. We can go as long as we want, and we can go to the inside story. Let's open up the uh, Carly Smith book here a little bit. (laughs) Um, What brought you to Richmond and to the CAA and, and your background? Oh, yeah. Wow. Great 
Great question. Um, let's see, in October, end of October, it'll be a year that I've been here. And uh, before coming here, I was out of Georgia. I did some freelance broadcasting, but I was mainly in, you know, the operations realm. And there was just a little part of me that always said, you know, maybe, maybe try out this broadcasting thing. <laughs> <laughs> I played softball at ECU. So you kind of, you know, the language, you know how to speak in the sports realm. And so I was given an opportunity to do that here in Richmond. And I'm just so thankful um, to have that door opened. But since being in sports, you know, just learning different things of whether it's bringing coffee to somebody on game day, which I did a lot of. <laughs> you don't or, have to do that anymore. I know, Even though I no, do Bob, like I'll, I'll coffee with just a little milk in it. That'd be fine. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm you kidding. let me know your order. <laughs> but I've gotten a lot um, of opportunities to see what goes on behind the scenes. And so now I get a chance here to use my voice, if I'm being honest. And I hope I can do that in the way that really um, just illuminates the realm of sports and, and serves and loves others. I uh, look forward to having you a part of our team on Saturday afternoon. Carly, thanks. Thanks so much, Bob. Carly Smith from the CAA, who will be on the sidelines on our telecast of Saturday's Richmond-Villanova game, which should be a great one. Again, a top 25 matchup. Quite frankly, it could go a long way towards shaping the CAA standings as we move through the rest of October and into November. 3.30 kickoff Saturday afternoon at Robin Stadium. The weather is supposed to be spectacular. Great football weather. We have a lot of great activities going on surrounding the game at Robin Stadium. We hope you've made your plans, and we'll see you out here. And again, if you can't make it, we're on television on Masson 2 at 3.30 and on the radio side on 106.1 ESPN. Begins with the tailgate show at 2.30, the pregame at 3, and the game at 3.30. Robert Fish, Matt Smith on radio. Chris Anderson and Carly Smith join me on the TV side. Bob Black saying so long for this week's edition of the Spider Insight Podcast. We look forward to catching up with you next week when we will recap the Villanova game and look ahead to the Spiders game at CAA Newcomer Hampton next week. We'll do all of that on the next edition of the Spider Insight Podcast.